0: everybody All and right. welcome back it's a new season it's a new vibe we got a new team team say hey yeah <laughs> they in the back saying hey <laughs> okay and of course i have a new guest today mr
1: justin blue hey. 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 i'm happy to be on let's get into it i'm ready to dive into
0: it i'm ready too. i'm super excited to have you we've been talking hey, about this you gotta start over. what
1: happened oh, you got makeup on the
0: front seat. No! Honestly, I've been doing the symbol. I didn't even want to do you like that and call you out. I've been I like... Mm. I
1: couldn't let you record a whole... the video, I can't even see that No, I... I, I, I appreciate I, I, you. I what,
0: yeah. I, what you want me to say? Hey, stop All right, over. so now we got <laughs> to start. So how far back we got to start? <laughs> you could just keep it rolling. Literally do the reclap and reintroduction. We're going to keep everything we gotta rolling. We to stop. Okay, right. all right, That's so... We so on On the
1: floor.
0: floor. Right. Oh, Gosh. All right, so clap. Rap and mimosa, These bars in the hoster. Pouring up a drink. Put my name on the poster. Women who can rap. Make you come a little closer. Step out the whip. Drop a tip to my chauffeur. New guest on my list. Champagne's by my hips. It's time to get lit. Y'all know what it is. It's time to rap, 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 rap and mimosas. Woo! Welcome back everyone. It is a new season. A new vibe. A new guest. And we are here with Rap and Mimosas. I'm your girl, Lachelle, and I'm here today with Justin Blue. Justin Blue, say hey to the people. Hey,
1: everybody. We're about to get into some good
0: (laughs) stuff today. I'm happy to be here. What you got for me? I got a lot for you today. Okay, Okay, the first thing I got for you is, who are you? For the people who may not know you Mm -hmm. for whatever
1: sad reason, okay, because they should know you, all right? Who are you? What do you do? Justin Blue, certified life coach, speaker, mentor, impactor. That's a good way to start.
0: Mm, We got to break that down, okay? Life coach, right? Now, this is something, like, the whole life coach idea has been coming up over time now. Mm -hmm. Like, people are like, a coach for my life? I need a coach for my life. How did you get into that?
1: Well, essentially, I was already doing life coaching. I just didn't know what I was doing in a formal sense. Mm -hmm. So, I was giving out a lot of advice. And uh, I built this large following online based around just helping people in different areas of life and then also that was tied in with activism mm-hmm. as well mainly geared towards black community so I'm focusing on areas of activism and then also just helping black people progress as a whole so it trickles over into life coaching but it it wasn't until fairly recent where I realized okay there's actually a formal lane for what I'm mm-hmm. doing I just didn't know it so mm-hmm. went ahead and got certified and, and went, went about it the formal way Okay, so there's
0: certification for this, right? Right. What made you like so interested in coaching people to get through their lives? Like, I got my degree in social work, mm-hmm. and I had to pull back. I was like, "Do I really want to do this?" Because the way that I was being taught to talk to people, I was like, mm, "It's enough for me," right? Because right. the way they would teach you is, it's very like, mm, "Hello." But you're a life coach. Like, what's your style? How did you get into it?
1: My My style has just been genuine and um it's not that you you've mastered every aspect of life Mm -hmm. it's just that you've mastered certain areas Mm -hmm. so a person might assume that maybe a life coach or a mentor doesn't have problems life coaches and mentors have problems it's just that they may have already dealt with the problems that you're currently dealing with Mm -hmm. so i don't step out of stuff that i don't know nothing about um you need marriage counseling Mm -hmm. i haven't been married i can't i can't go and and coach you on that you need Co- coaching on how to raise your kids. I don't have no kids currently. Mm-hmm. So I can't coach you on that. But it's other things that I've been through and certain things that I've experienced that I've, I've overcome. So I'm a coach in those areas.
0: Okay. So you feel confident in coaching people in what areas exactly? Like in life?
1: Ma- mainly those who are younger than me. Like um, okay. especially when it comes to, to young men.
0: Mm.
1: Especially because I've, I've gone through so much and I have a very diverse background. So I know what it's like to live in like a suburban neighborhood in a five-story House, and I know what it's like to live in a two-bedroom duplex. I I know what it's like to be in a two-parent home. I know what it's like to be in a, in a single mother home. From from dating relationships to having money, being broke, I've I've experienced all those things. So I'm able to take those life experiences and apply it and give wisdom to those who seek like who seek it.
0: Now, the one thing I've learned, too, is like every mentor has a mentor, right? Sure. So I've gotten into mentorship as, you know, the years have gone by. And I definitely don't feel like I have my life, you know, all the way together. Mm-hmm. I'm always, like, actively seeking ways to learn more, right? Do you have a mentor? Yes. Yes? And I'm assuming they're, like, when you look for a mentor, like, what do you look for? Like, do you look for, like, what you aspire to be? Like, if you aspire for marriage or you yeah. for
1: a married man, like? Yeah, for sure. I have, I have, many, I have mentors in multiple areas of mm-hmm. life. And I think um, many times we'll make the mistake of looking for an all-around mentor that's mm-hmm. supposed to be everything. You might look up and find that, but a lot, of, a lot of times it's more so just finding mentors in certain spots. Like, I might, might even have someone the same age as me that's married, mm-hmm. and so they know about having a successful relationship, and they know mm-hmm. how to maneuver that, so they're going to be a mentor in that aspect. Or maybe somebody else who's better financially,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: then they're gonna be a, a mentor to me in in that respect. So mm-hmm. that's how I like to do my mentors is those who are doing well in those specific areas and then learning from them there.
0: I agree. I have a so I have a male mentor that I talk to specifically about men and dating mm-hmm. because as a woman, and I grew up with like an absentee father, like as a woman who grew up in that realm, I still have my grandfather's around. But you know, the older generation of men they different. They gon Put the food on the table and be out. You know, it wasn't a lot of conversation. So as a young woman mm-hmm. looking to date men, it was like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't always understand that dynamic. That's so important. Ha- and it's very important, very important. Like to understand men, the way men think or operate or just have a, a basic understanding because I, I, I can't ever get full like comprehension, but have a basic understanding of the dynamics of the relationship. Can
1: I ask you a question though? Oh,
0: shoot. Ask me, honey. Let me when did this you up. start
1: intentionally trying to understand men? After my first heartbreak. Which was? I was 18. Okay. I was 18.
0: Um, so I went through my first heartbreak and I was in college, freshman year, and I was very Disney Channel. Like I had this idea of Disney Channel princess life. We're about to, mm. we're gonna stay together forever and get married. And not to say that it's impossible because there are some people who have done that, but it was just this idea that that's what it was gonna be and it didn't work out that way. And the way I handled the breakup was bad, too, on top of that. Like, I had never felt that much pain. It was an emotional pain, but it felt physical. Like, I physically felt like something was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. It was right before my birthday, right before finals. And I was like, it also showed me my strength. Okay. Because I was like, I didn't think there would be a way that I would pass my finals going through a breakup, X, Y, and Z. But I I said I would take cry breaks. I'd be studying hard. Then I go cry in the closet and then come out and study how I pass all those finals, period. But that's when I first like was like, I need to talk to a man because I'm not understanding this world I'm now entering of, of dating. And it was a, an interesting journey.
1: You started being intentional about that fairly early. Mm-hmm. Like very early in comparison to a lot of women. Really? Yeah, because a lot of times women don't intentionally start trying to understand men until like 27. Really? For sure. Because the tables turn. For, think about it. Like, up until maybe about 20, 25, 26, the men are really heavily going after the women. And then maybe like around 27, it's like, all right, you know what, okay, biological time clock. I'm looking for a man to settle down with, get married. Like, I ain't trying to be out here, you know, mm-hmm. getting caught up with, with these dead bees. Let me, let, me, let me go find me a good man. But then the quote-unquote good man, he got a lot of options. Yes. That's it's,
0: always the case, yes. It's a lot of, so
1: it's, if it's a lot of competition for this quote-unquote quote, good man. But, like, up until a certain age, the woman was being chased. Then now she's she's going and looking for this man actively, and she's not competing among these women, but she has to understand this, this man that she may not have had to necessarily understand as much in her earlier time. You know what it was, what it is for me, even at this age? I just turned 30 this year
0: in April. And what has been very intentional about the aspect for me is, like, understanding of me and understanding of my own ego and also just this idea when it comes to like searching or i don't even say searching for a relationship you go through different types of relationships in life like it's inevitable to go through different types of relationships in life and i think I started intentionally at that age because I also recognized that I had so many different issues with my father. I've always been more of a very intentional person on anything. It's like, if I don't understand something, I need to research it. If I don't understand men, I need to go talk to men, mm-hmm. right? Um, to understand and navigate the relationships the best that I could. What with you in dating, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have a, a woman mentor that you talk to about women? Not so much. I could definitely use a woman mentor. I mean, I guess a homegirl would count or home girls would count. That I guess that would be woman mentor, but I need a I need a older woman in my life that that can that can speak from that perspective. I agree. Like a give me like a fifty and above. You think fifty
0: and above is good. For me.
1: Like that's old enough for me, you know, to, to be able to connect and maybe shed some light on certain things for me. I could use that in my life. I
0: agree. I definitely think because I some sometimes it feels as if, and I've talked to my female mentor about this. I feel like sometimes, like, dang, as women, I feel like, and I know quite a few where we're very the emotional labor of a relationship mm-hmm. oftentimes feels like it falls on the woman. But then when you're talking to men, it's like, well, what are y'all doing emotionally to prepare yourselves, you know, to deal with women at the end of the day? You know, okay,
1: we do a lot. We just we do a lot. Just nobody cares. What you
0: mean?
1: I can't. Tell me what y'all do. I want to know. Nobody can. Like, basically, if we, if, like, emotionally, when we cry about things or we whine about things and we complain about things, it doesn't really get hurt. So we we just don't necessarily go into that heavy. But essentially, like, the idea that men are emotionally preparing for women, mm-hmm. it's, it's so inaccurate because all men really talk about is money and women.
0: But that doesn't, how but, does but that not just emotionally like mon- prepare
1: you? Because we're, basically, we're, we're dedicating our whole entire life to, like, money and women. We're trying to study women. We've been trying to study women since we were maybe in middle school. Since puberty, we've been trying to master y'all. We've been, but, yeah. So on, on the emotional tip, we go through a lot emotionally. But yeah. But that might just be like that late night phone call to your homeboy. Or I've even called my own dad on multiple occasions, asking him for advice regarding women, emotional advice regarding women like we really do a lot of stuff it's just we don't necessarily um brag about it and yell at the top of our lungs that we that we that we're trying you know cuz we you know we don't broadcast that we are in our feelings but we we really be struggling a lot when it comes to the emotional stuff regarding I, dating
0: nah i don't disagree with that i do feel like i definitely feel like men go through a lot of different things i think it shows up differently in relationships it's just i guess what do you feel when we're talking about romantic partnerships in general? What do you feel is like, because it feels like sometimes men and women, we miss each other in, in our communication efforts, mm-hmm. at least from my experience personally and what I've observed with other individuals. For sure. Why do you think that is?
1: Because we speak different languages.
0: So how, okay, so tell me from your perspective how women speak versus, or in comparison to how men speak.
1: All right, so to, so to, generally speaking, the man is, he's, he's okay. The man speaks from logic and he, he speaks off of like principle mm-hmm. and what he stands on. Mm-hmm. The woman speaks from her emotion.
0: Okay.
1: And so, <laughs> you <how> I see that I No, it was like a, was like a okay. The woman, I... the woman speaks from her emotion, but but, it, it's, so the, but the emotions sway. Okay. So like, since the man isn't speaking on his emotion, it's like his word is supposed to be firm no matter how he feels. That's why they'd be like, is he a man of his word?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody ever asks, is a woman a woman of her word? Okay. When? We don't, cause it, it. I'm not gonna say it don't exist, but we know that, like, we don't. We, we don't even really expect that of women because we we know that that the language of women is off of emotion. So, but the man, he's he's speaking from a place of logic, or he's speaking from a place of like principles that he's supposed to stand on. So even if he emotionally changes his mind on something, it's like, nah, you said you were gonna do this, or you said this is what it was. So you lied to me. So there's a big difference there. It's not necessarily that the women are liars. It's just that the woman speaks how she feels, and so. She told you how she felt in the moment, and then five minutes later, it might have changed. And she's telling you what it is at that moment. She didn't lie in either moment. It's just she's speaking off of the language of emotion, and the man is speaking from a place of more like logic and like I, I said what I said. So no matter how I feel, I gotta I gotta stand on that, or at least I'm supposed to. But okay, so this is the part where we
0: talk about like the idea of being able to relate to each other. Because what exactly is the 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 breakdown is it like why can't why can't a man Mm -hmm. i guess in that moment because i i feel like it it has to be compromised on both sides like as a woman when i'm trying to communicate with the man that i'm dating a lot of times even if i know i'm coming from an emotional space i'm very mindful of how i communicate what Mm -hmm. i'm saying so that the man can hopefully be more receptive to it right so i'll deal with me first to ensure that whatever is triggering me I'm understanding of that trigger enough. Mm-hmm. And then I'll communicate, hey, here's what it is. I'll even have like a whole little, like, hey, here's like what I think could have made this go better or what could go better from my end or from your end. If I was tripping, I apologize. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, there has to be a middle ground of meeting me where I am emotionally too. I can't like- agree.
1: Agree. I think it's just a disconnect in, in like, what's going on? Okay, so. Say there's this big blow up, and okay. the, and, and the man the man is at, the man has been respectful in this blow up. Okay. So he he's his tone is low, mm-hmm. his body language is real reserved. Okay. Everything from his end is is re- respectful. Okay. But the woman she's like she's like stop talking over me, don't use that tone with me. She's going higher, 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 higher. Okay, I agree. Now from his perspective, he's like, Wow, she's really tripping." hmm From um, but he's he's not understanding that the blow up she's having isn't based upon. His current actions. Mm-hmm. It's about whatever, maybe the emotions off of a, a prior time period. Mm-hmm. So, he's feeling disrespected. Mm-hmm. So, okay, she go on 10, he hops right on 10 with her because he feels like she's disrespecting him in the moment, not realizing she's really she's really tripping about something that he might have did a couple months ago, and it's just the energy that's carrying over because she's speaking in the language of emotion rather than like for him, he's speaking in the logic of, of that specific moment. And so, if there was an understanding of of that, it'd be easier. Especially speaking from a man's point of view, to say, okay, like she's she's really mad about what occurred a couple of weeks ago. This is the energy that's coming from that, mm-hmm. and so he could he could submit his ego with that understanding and maneuver it a lot better until she cools down. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the woman, if she's having more understanding of where he's coming from, um, maybe she. Obs- observes herself and says, okay, this man is actually trying in this moment. Mm-hmm. So it takes work on both sides. Dude, relationships it take, take It work. takes a whole lot of work on both sides.
0: Oh my gosh, relationships with anybody takes work. Romantic, platonic, um, even familial, right? Like as you get older, the relationship you have with your parents can evolve, change. Grandparents can evolve and change. Like You mentioned ego and that's something that I've, like, the past week or so, I, I've had to check my ego a lot. I've had to deal with certain things that I realized like like my ego, it can it, the ego when it gets in the front seat and it's driving the car, that ego sometimes will drive you off a cliff, honey. Mm-hmm. And I and it's it's a mixture of of me trying to understand the ego but also how to master
1: my ego. I think one of the best ways to master the ego, especially when it comes to relationships, is understanding that very few things, if anything, is personal.
0: Hmm. And even we, in a personal relationship. Even
1: in a personal relationship, because this, this, your relationship with yourself is going to mm. impact all of your relationships. Very true. And a lot of times, people are just whoever they are, and you're responding to the to who they who they're acting and being in the midst of your relationship as if it's personal towards you. But this is just this person. So say you're dating somebody and they make rash decisions out of out of anger. Okay, they make a rash decision out of anger, and you're in a, in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You could go off the handle and take your personal, oh, you got me all the way messed up. And mm-hmm. they, they really might have you all the way messed up. But if you can also observe, like, okay, this is this person's personality. Mm-hmm. They're a person who makes rash decisions when mm-hmm. they're angry. Yeah. This is just what they do. It's not even geared towards me. This is this person. Yeah. And so when you're able to observe that and, and have that understanding, then it's easier for you to navigate those situations. And, and, like, submit your ego in the midst of it and not take it personal and, and navigate those situations in ways where it's not going to go to a higher level or things aren't going to get worse because you're just seeing, okay, this isn't even about me. This is a personal issue that this person has going on. Um, and so you, you maneuver it different.
0: But how do you get there? Because I, th- I feel like most humans, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm going to be honest, all men and women, I feel like a lot of us lack self-awareness. And I feel like a lot of us are stuck in our egos right and it gets in the way of mm-hmm. so many different things in our lives business and, and, and love and all of these different things because we can't put our ego to the side to see what you're saying to come to that mutual understanding of the other person involved how do we get to a point in your mind right or your definition to get there
1: for me it's back to that understanding that it's not personal for example say you say you're a great woman to a man mm-hmm. you, you're you you're the best woman to this man that you you've ever seen yourself be to him, all right, now. like you it's it's that you you impressing your damn self I, all the time, and then he goes <laughs> and he cheats on you. Ooh. of course you're gonna be angry, yeah. But in reality, it's it, that wasn't personal towards you.
0: Mm-hmm. That was him. Mm-hmm.
1: That was that was that man. That was that was his shortcomings. That was that was his flaw. That was whatever he had going on. It, that's something that that's like a burden that he's carrying you you may have been a, um, a victim in the midst of it mm-hmm. but it wasn't geared towards you yeah so not to say that you don't have the right to be mad yeah but you maneuver it different when it's like okay this is a struggle that this person has it's just like if you have a family member that's on drugs
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can't you can't let a family member that's on drugs stay in your house or at least you shouldn't cause 9 times 10 if depending on how bad the habit is your stuff might come up missing ain't no telling yeah
0: yeah been there
1: so you might come home and your TV's missing and couch is missing. <laughs> you can be outraged at this family member. But the reality is, it's not that they don't love you, it's not that they don't care about you, but they have something that they're dealing with that they're struggling on their own. Yeah. And with that understanding, it's a lot easier for you to have compassion towards them and not take it personal. But if you take it if you walk home and you see your TV missing and you're just like, oh wow, the nerve for them to disrespect me like that, I cannot believe that they would they would do this. How could you do this to me? Not even realizing, you, you've personalized somebody else's burden mm. as being yours. That, so that's the word right there. That's what I would say. you um,
0: personalize someone else's burden.
1: As being yours. So, yeah.
0: I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. I've personalized things in my day, in my life. Now, this also leads me to talking about a course that you have. Mm-hmm. Tell the people, what's your course?
1: All right, so the full course is Life Design mm-hmm. 101, and it really touches on finding purpose and tuning into like what it is that you want to do with your life. Mm-hmm. Like So many of us, we have so many different things that we want to do, like a common problem, and I'll use quotes on that, that, that people have is, okay, they, they want to do so much, but they don't know where they want to start. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so the course helps on that, like finding what it is that you want to do, how you want to dedicate your life, honing in. And it's not just saying you have to do one of all these things you want to do, but one thing that I focus on within the course is the gold medal method. And the mm-hmm. gold medal method is, you get a gold medal in one area of life, and then it opens up doors and opportunities for you to go and pursue the, the multitude of all those other things that you would like to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, an example could be LeBron James. So, LeBron James ends up in the Space Jam movie. Yeah. Is LeBron James really a great actor? I, you know. From my personal
0: opinion, you know, I'll shout out to the king. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, he did he did what he could do.
1: All right. <laughs> so okay. So LeBron James. It was James, a kids' movie. Also. He he. But he pulled it off, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe he had a maybe LeBron James had a goal of of being an actor, and that's really <laughs> something that he wanted to do. He wanted to be be in some major film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. But he winning. He got his gold medal in basketball.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: And in basketball that opened up doors for him to go and be an actor. Or if 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 he wants to go drop an album right now, he can. you know he's he's opened up school if you want to run for political office at some point then he he can yeah so that's like the gold medal theory at work he's gotten that gold medal in one area of life and then it's opened up doors so um it's it's really about finding what it is that you want to do finding yourself honing in on your purpose and then executing it so that's life design 101 but then within there there's a section called the 10 common hindrances yeah, I've seen you posting about that. yeah, one. and the ten common hindrances of success. It touches on things such as depression, anxiety, um, dating patterns, and relationships, forgiveness. It's so much that's mm-hmm. that's within there, and yeah, it's I w- was very intentional about every aspect of how it was created, and just extremely useful. Did you do your? Did you do, Did you include
0: it from your personal perspective, or did you do research? Did you talk to multiple
1: people? <clears throat> all of it, all of it, like. There's certain aspects where I'm, I'm pulling from direct life experiences and there's mm-hmm. other aspects where I've I've gone and d- done in-depth research and study to make sure that I could go and communicate it. And one of my gifts is being able to take complex information mm-hmm. and communicate it to us, like mm-hmm. communicate it to, to black people, communi- speak to us culturally. And I think um, anybody can go to school for the most part, anybody can get an education, mm-hmm. but The true art is going to school, getting an education, education, uh, you know, you don't have to go to get educated, but
0: Mm
1: -hmm. being educated in a formal sense or gaining information, but not becoming disconnected to the population of people that's your foundation or that you could be most useful to. And that's oftentimes what we we miss. Mm Person go off to school, they get their PhD, but then they come back and their community can't understand them because they forgot how to speak the language of their people so true. so i did a lot of research um but being able to deliver it in ways that are digestible
0: yeah that's very important when you're talking to a range of people uh, when i work with individuals and clients um on pitching or public speaking i always say you have to imagine everyone in that room is two years old Right, like you have to break it down for people at 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 the least complex level possible, unless you know you've already gotten them to a certain level to where they can understand other complexities. Now, I know you talk about relationships and things like that, and you talk about um, relationship patterns. Would right. you say you're a healthy person to date
1: right now? No. Oh, why?
0: Why is Justin Blue not healthy? I'm not a right healthy.
1: Now? I'm not a healthy person to date right now, because um. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what structure of relationships work best for me. Mm. And that's what makes me not a healthy person today. Because the reality of it is what we've been trying mm-hmm. collectively and personally, it hasn't been working. And so when I say collectively, like we're, we've been trying to do this monogamous structure. Mm-hmm. And um, till death do you part. Mm-hmm. Which I think might have worked in a certain period of time. Yeah. But think about when death was. And that do parting oh, yeah, was yeah.
0: They was they was dying
1: quick when the age of when the average age of <laughs> death was thirty five. <laughs> it's a lot easier to say to death do you part when you pass away at thirty five. Now we down we damn near living to be hundred. Mm-hmm. Are, are you really? Are we really supposed to just be completely with one person till a hundred years old? In every aspect, I don't know. Um, and then also too, just like the way I came up. Uh, I've seen, I've seen, saw, see, and probably will see, um, majority of quote unquote monogamous men not really being monogamous, Hello. but them just having to cover the tracks of their bullshit in order to maneuver society. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't want to be one of those men, mm-hmm. And but also at the same time. There's, a, there's like a social punishment that often comes for those who like strive to, to operate and step outside of that. So it puts me in a strange spot for me in this current stage. So that's why I would say at this very current moment, I wouldn't say I'm healthy to because because it's like uh, it's, it, I'm in a place of, of wanting to figure out what structure works best. I feel
0: that 100%. You know, I've had different episodes in past seasons where we talked about polyamory, we've talked about, um, you know, matter of fact, I talked about polyamory with Renee. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we talked about that aspect of it, but also talking about, um, you know, just what works for me too, because I don't think monogamy is natural right and um monogamy to be honest with you if we're talking about physically right everyone has desires and you're going to de- you're going to see someone be like ooh, okay you're kind of cute like i might want to you know with you too or i might want to enjoy you and your company in the way that may not be appealing to a monogamous relationship um but i think being with someone or finding someone who like my my main thing has been i want to just be with a partner who understands that our relationship could go in seasons right like i don't know if i do if i do strictly monogamy for my whole life i don't i know i don't really care about the idea of open just because it just seemed a little too free flowing for me. I just think about STDs and all type of stuff. Right. On. It's a lot going on. But I'm like, maybe would I want a little girlfriend or something? Like I've thought about those things too. Would I want a little girlfriend? Could we have a little girlfriend together? Like is it you know, is it something where we could we could tag team. Tag me in <laughs> Right. So I've thought about these different things as well. And um I think it's a lot of women out there who if they give themselves the permission, mm-hmm. they would kind of feel the same way. Um, I thought, of, I was like, would I ever want to do something that was like polyamorous or even polyandry? And I was like, I don't know. That seems like a lo- little too much. That's a lot of personalities to do it on a regular basis. But I- I've thought about like monogamish.
1: Okay. Monogamish. M-
0: monogamish. Monogamish. I mean,
1: shoot, most of these relationships are mon- monogamish. But
0: it's true, but I think monogamish on both. Like, my biggest thing is I'm on whatever you want. Okay. Right? So my biggest thing is if we have that agreement amongst each other that we're going to be monogamous, and that's what we are. If we have an agreement that, you know, we might want to get have a girlfriend, then that's what we own. Right. If we have an agreement that every couple of seasons, weeks, whatever, we might see a girl in the tag team, then that's what we own. I'm just big on, like, I'm I, I probably a little bit more free-flowing than some other people might be. Are at least honest with the free flowing mm-hmm. aspect of it. I think monogamy can work if both individuals are actually committed to that, and that is an um, ideal goal for them. I think whatever you decide on works if that's what you want.
1: Got you. I I think that I think that monogamy is like the I guess the standard way. It is, <laughs> but not because of men's choosing. It's just more so men being forced into it. I disagree. If you look at the history of
0: monogamy, monogamy was curated not by women but by actual men. Most of the things that are standing in our society mm-hmm. started from men
1: first. And then it was I would a- say to a degree though, because historically most powerful men have always had mistresses. So it's just like it's like you take him but I'm low key single. And they have them having the power to do it. You know what I'm saying? Most of them kings had had mistresses. I think also, but when we talk
0: about monogamy in Mm -hmm. in the historical context, we also have to look at, like, why women were getting married also, right? Women... Like, a lot of times, people weren't getting married just based off of love alone. And I think... I don't want to get married off of love alone. Like, love is great, but love changes. Like, I could not stand you for a week, but we have a loyalty to each other a duty to each other we have whatever we have amongst each other and there's a liking there's a friendship there's a foundation outside of just the idea of love that keeps us together my whole i do want to get married right I, I believe in marriage and a part of like the concept of marriage historically has been different too because people would get married and women got married historically for what provision and if you go way back we have no rights You know, we had a husband sometimes just because we couldn't do certain things without having a man, right, beside us. Land, property, but whatever it might be. And then you have men who, they had legacy. Because you could have a mistress, but that mistress, that's not your, you know, back in the day, that's like, that's your illegitimate. Back back
1: in the day, today, same, same.
0: Like, but it's just that I think, I do think relationships have evolved because people have evolved. Right, um, and what we need as a culture of people have, have evolved. I think that mm. whatever works for you works for you. the
1: only thing I would disagree with there is, okay. I think people have evolved, but the relationships haven't evolved, and that's why we have having our biggest clashes.
0: You think so?
1: For sure, because mm. th- especially in this this time period where um, we used to be just culturally a lot more religious and then now we're stepping more into spaces where um, even if for the even though the, the religious people they're a lot more open in their beliefs and mm-hmm. how they go about things. So that has that has a uh, huge impact mm-hmm. on on what the the needs of the the relationships may be. Also, who's making money? If we, especially if we're talking about black community. Like so you have black women most most educated population. Mhm by percentage. By percentage. But then that also where we um systemically black men are the largest population incarcerated. Mhm. So there's there's a lot going on there. And we don't necessarily
0: I'm So sorry. <laughs> we don't
1: necessarily have uh structures in place that are adjusting to that. Okay.
0: I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I I just I do think... You know what I think hasn't changed, too? Like, to me, the the innate nature of men and women haven't changed at, at all. I agree. Like, I think that that is just innate. I think that, like, as a woman, the things I've desired have been desired by women before me for, for decades, centuries, and so on and so forth, because I'm a woman, right? And I think there's certain things that men desire as well. I think that... In some cases, due to certain variables that have happened in history and systemically and do- different things, I think that a lot of men and women have gotten disconnected. And this may take us into a whole other segment of the show. It right has, the- though. <laughs> <laughs> but it-, it-, it has disconnected us from the root of who we are as humans, from the root of who we are as men and women,
1: right? One of the biggest things um, today is, like, the women becoming more masculine and the, and the men becoming more feminine. Mm-hmm. But them being out of harmony with them. With themselves. themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, like, the relationship's going to be out of harmony. Mm -hmm. So we haven't necessarily gotten to a place of fully adjusting to that and and finding balance again and figuring out what works. But it's
0: coming. Don't you feel? It is. And I know it's coming because I see more and more women posting this desire of softness. Right, this mm-hmm. this this longing to I, I like i i have denounced and I never fully embraced but I've denounced okay i am denouncing the strong black woman trope okay my grandma raised me to like um i remember as i was getting older you know and I was back home from college and she would ask me you, you what what, what your date it's Friday right you know my grandma was like what you what a man at right and uh sometimes i had a date sometimes I didn't but you know my grandma was like well I just want to make sure you know don't be like one of them girls out here saying you don't need a man. You need a man, okay? You need a man, and men need women. Women need men, and men need women. That's real. And I was just like, "You right, Grandma?" She was just like, "Don't be, don't you be one of them women out here saying I don't need a man." My grandma hated that, mm-hmm. right? Um, because she was like, "There's a necessity of each gender, of each energy, right. and how that they they balance each other mm-hmm. when they're when they're in harmony with each other." So. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I denounce that logic. I, but I also see so many other women doing the same thing, and I think it's beautiful to see. Like, like the idea of embracing softness, are working on their feminine energy because I think this society promotes masculine energy so much that as women, it's natural to adopt it. But there's beauty and power in being
1: feminine and soft. There's not. Nah, there's. There's. That's where the most power is in my, in my opinion. Okay. Who's Who's the most powerful person in the United States? are you gonna
0: say, Kamala?
1: Who? You gonna say? You gonna say Harris? Well, who you about to say? Who? No, not Camilla Harris. Not it's not the vice president, and it, it's not even the president. It's the president's wife. Jill. It's the it's the president's wife. That's the most powerful person. Cause she got the president ear. She has his ear. She's controlling this man's energy. Mm. She controls whether this man is in a good mood. She controls whether this man is stressed out and he's not thinking straight. Now that's
0: a fact. You right now.
1: That's the real most powerful person. That's
0: that's a fact.
1: So, but she has her power in a different way. It's like it's a it's it's more seductive. It's more, it, it's it's more like uh, influential in, in ways that you don't even see it. Like that's the feminine energy.
0: Mm-hmm. So I would it, agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. And I think as women, when we learn the power of femininity and, like, that aspect and we know how to harness it within ourselves,
1: ooh, we nah, lethal. Fem- feminine femininity is, it is lethal. It's lethal. Because, like, power isn't just doing things by force. It's not. Power is just getting your desired outcomes. Mm-hmm. And, like, being able to, to do that in a way where it doesn't come off as forceful Mm -hmm. to to get people to do things in ways where they don't even realize they're doing what you want them to do facts that's dangerous
0: yeah that that is very dangerous it is very dangerous ladies invest in a femininity class or course youtube university has plenty of people talking about femininity and the different types of archetypes okay and all types of things i love it Okay, I, there are so many women that I follow that give great feminine tips. I'm just throwing that out
1: there. On the side note, though, this is something I noticed, and I ain't, I ain't trying to come for y'all. But the crazy thing, though, I realize a lot of the women who be talking about, like, being feminine, mm-hmm. they don't be feminine.
0: Sheesh. You don't think so? The no. Ones, the ones I follow, I feel like they're very feminine.
1: What's wild is this? So, okay, check this out. Check, I'm, I'm checking. Most... Do do a mental or a real evaluation of most like the, mm-hmm. I guess the. The feminine or the conscious woman. Okay. And and see whether or not they're in happy relationships.
0: I know some. I know some.
1: But is would you say a large majority, or would you say, would you say a majority no, a are good, single? No, a
0: good a good amount are single. I I would not lie
1: on that. A good amount are single because it's like. There's a there's a strange irony.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like the consciousness of uh, like the level of consciousness mm-hmm. of knowing what they need to be and knowing what they need clashes with them actually being it. Cause consciousness is a masculine thing. I get you. I that's get the you. that's the irony. But, but it's they, like it's like they know they have all this information they know how the world works. Mm-hmm. But. Consciousness is a masculine thing, and you know, either whether it's in a male or a female, so it's just like it's an interesting clash. Okay, and I'm gonna quote you on this. Okay, because I, I I was I'll be on your
0: IG. I was stalking you before the show, right? Balance. Okay. The need for balance mm-hmm. is that that what you said? Like it's a it's a balance like between our consciousness and actually like because you don't want to be overly in one or the other. You want to be able to balance it.
1: Yes, but it's like. You can't unknow something. True. For example, the the warrior, when he comes home, mm-hmm. he doesn't want his his lady knowing anything about war. Not well, for, he knows. Not for real. Yeah. Because he wants to come home. He likes the fact that she's naive. Mm-hmm. He likes the fact that she doesn't know how gruesome and how horrible mm-hmm. what he just came from is. Mm-hmm. That allows her to be the safe haven of, of peace mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. him, and so she can just kind of float and being naive and not knowing about that aspect of the world okay but imagine if she was conscious of what he just dealt with mm-hmm. and she knows she knew the depths of everything that he had to deal with And her, the weight of her spirit was like weighted down with that information it's it takes away from her actually being able to, to float it the same way she would if she didn't know i guess what was going on and so that's like the that's the irony of like the conscious woman knowing everything about The femininity, knowing everything about what she needs to be and what she should be and even what the man wants, but then the consciousness of it being the same thing that makes it hard for her to actually work and build with this man. Oof.
0: Listen, Justin, first of all, okay, I can talk to you for for hours, okay? However, comma, all right, are you ready to spit these bars? Let's get it. Okay. So before we do that, just go ahead and tell the people. Hey, are, you, can, are you ready
1: to spit these bars? Oh,
0: baby, I was born ready. I stay ready so I can get ready. Okay. All right. How you feeling? Okay. Okay. Tell the people. Where can they follow you?
1: All right. So you can go to justinblue.com, justinblue.com. No Justinblu. E. No e. It's justinblue.com. Somebody said, he's so cool, he took the E off of blue. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> um, or you can go to at. JustinBLU underscore on most platforms. And yeah, you'll be able to find me there.
0: Okay, Justin Blue. Alright. So, Justin say he ready for these bars. You know, at rapping Mimosas, we come through with the hot fire conversations, but we always end with some hot fire bars. Okay? And Justin say he ready.
1: I'm ready. What, what, what was the percentage on this? on this? Uh, what you don't feel? What, what you need? You need some more, baby? Let me I, give I, you some more. Well, the thing is, I'm not sure if I need some more. Oh. oh you know, you, you never really know if you're drunk. Until you, until, you, until you go to the bathroom. Oh shit. Well listen. That's when you know when you when you when you get to the bathroom, I don't know what it is. You got you, you do you need, do you need to No, go to I'm good, bathroom. but when you get when you get inside those four walls, it's something about that where your body just says, "Hey, it's like you're messed up." What? Well, are you messed up?
0: No, nah, I'm yet? good, but I haven't sure. gone to the
1: bathroom yet. That's, that's, what that's very doing. true. That's I mean,
0: I be Listen, you know, it, it always be the mimosas that get them. So we're going to cheers real quick. Cheers. I'm going to drop this beat. You want to go in or should I go in? And the flow is about anything you want. It could be about what we was talking about I'm, recently. I'm going to let you go in. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to come up behind you. Oh, my
1: gosh. What
0: you got? Okay, remember, I'm not a rapper, but I rap though. So the audio good? All right. And talking to the team. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. It's been some months since I okay. did this. Okay. Mm. So it's been a few months, but your girl real back. Yeah, you doing it big, and you know I ain't whack. And I'm sitting with Justin, and we rapping about snacks. You <laughs> know I'm a snack, so I never stay whack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Justin in the building. Yeah. Uh, the show in the building. Uh, yeah. And we big chilling, Uh, yeah. And I'm big, feeling, feeling myself. You know I'm feeling my health. You know your girl, we're good. You know she feeling her wealth. You know I'm always on my grind and I'm always on time. And baby girl, one thing, the show gon' shine. Hey, that's all I got.
1: Dancing blue, what you got, boy? The mic is hot. Jump Ayy. in, jump Ayy. in. Hey, okay. Hey, okay. Ayy. okay. <laughs> we in Miami, the sun bright. Looking to my left and I'm looking to my right. I'm a superstar. See me on the planet. A couple years ago, I would have had Janet. But I was too young. I'm trying to get Chloe. Nah, matter of fact, I'm trying to get some dollars. Get a new Impala with some rims on it. We wear polo boots, no Tims on it. That is not a diss, I'm just from the south. Where we put the gold and the diamonds in our mouth. What you talking about? It be super slurred down in Miami, where they ship the birds. Talking Rick Ross, talking Trick Daddy, talking thick women. with the big fatty, no BBL, it be all natural. I don't really know what rhymes with all natural, but I know I'm fresh though. Ay, fresh from my head to toe, ayy, hey, I could put a white tee and a v-neck on, and your lady still coming calling up my phone, Hey, I'm high like I'm on a drone, ayy, hey, please don't call my phone unless it's bought money, stop acting funny, I'm shining, I'm sunny, mmm, from Monday to Sunday, ayy, hey, from Sunday to Monday, ayy, hey, I got cake on my plate, everything great, everything straight, damn i already ate i'm about to eat again the team going win we about to get it in yeah. about to keep going what? i'm feeling like a river i'm about to keep flowing Woo. ain't nobody knowing how i shut it down i gotta rip my town i ain't pan around flow so wet i think i'm about to drown the coochie's is so wet i really drown but i got out i got things to do got places to go i can't have no kids with you Gotta stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: God. I'm oh, man. That was so good, Justin appreciate Blue. It. Oh, my goodness. So, first of all, I just want to go ahead and just clap for That's Justin. Off the top. Woo! Justin came through with the vibes, with the good conversation. Okay. Thank you for being on and being my first uh, guest. I appreciate you
1: having me on
0: yes Appreciate we did you, it and as always you know how i start the show i always gotta end it let's go and mimosa these bars in the hoster pouring up a drink put my name on the poster women who could rap make you come a little closer step out the whip drop a tip to my chauffeur new guest on my list champagnes by my hips it's time to get lit y'all know what it is it's time to rap, rap 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 and mimosas it's the rap. see y'all next episode Ha ha ha!